Welcome to another episode of Soothing Semantics. I am your host, Rafi Pinsky. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave your comments. Today we have a very, very big show for you guys. Uh, two very big content creators. We have a Just Pearly Things. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It is an absolute pleasure. So for whoever doesn't know, uh, Pearl has a channel that went from 50,000 subscribers to over a million. You said in the last year, right? Mm-hmm. Last year. Yeah, which is which is absolutely insane considering sure. how well. fast it's crazy, <laughs> right? It's insane. It's crazy. I remember watching your content. You had I would see little snippets mm-hmm. and then suddenly you're putting out these long form videos. You're having all different kinds of guests on that I've seen. Mm-hmm. So guys, make sure to check her out at Just Pearly Things on YouTube. Uh really something else. And MTR, welcome to the show, bro. I appreciate you. Absolutely, yeah, man. Absolutely. So here, you're here for a short time. You're not here for a while. Yeah, long. just a couple of days. Pearl was like, hey, why don't you come out and do this conversation on the panel? So here I am. You know, when Pearl says something, you know, you got to <laughs> you get on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right there. Absolutely. So both of you do, you, you do a lot of tutorials and kind of reactions on different videos. This is what yeah, so I can get into it like a little bit. Of, so I've been on YouTube now um, since about 2017. It wasn't until about 2019 that I kind of got into the space of doing men's content. Um, within that time, I've gone from, you know, zero subscribers as well. And I think I'm about at almost probably almost 600,000 right now. Um, so it's just been on a complete content train since that time and kind of have seen a lot of the, the highs and the lows within the space. And I've, I've watched Pearl blow up as well. So, so yeah, so I think I have couple of things to contribute to the conversation i'm well. looking forward to it I'm, we we all are and uh, for whoever doesn't know pearl has been doing content by the way uh luke the camera directly ahead is going to be my camera to talk to the viewers right <clears throat> that one right there okay got it because i want to make sure I'm, I'm looking there okay so for whoever doesn't know pearl is somebody who's been very controversial right she's been talking about discussions regarding dating modern women OnlyFans, we're going to go into things, things like that. And there's been a lot of love. I'm sure a lot of, a lot of guys are very supportive. Some women, maybe not as much. But uh, you guys definitely have to check out the channel because there's really a lot of interesting content and she's going to be growing immensely in the next couple of months. You're already almost at 1.1 million. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I'm, I'm 40, getting there. <laughs> like 40,000 in the last couple of days. Yeah, like two, three days, maybe. Crazy, yeah. it's insane. Thank you, YouTube yeah. shorts, baby. Right? <laughs> YouTube shorts. YouTube shorts are key. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know why more people don't. Like, I think there is such an opportunity because nobody really does them because they don't pay that well. But it's like if nobody's doing them, like, and you get 100,000 subscribers in a month, like, you kind of get the ROI because all those guys are going to watch your long-form content. So, it took me. We do we do twenty shorts a day. Twenty a day. We posted five thousand videos. Like a lot of times, people look at it as overnight, but when you look at the total number of videos, like I've posted more than some people do in like three four years. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah. There, I mean, even if a, if a short's getting two million views, mm-hmm. you're gonna get a decent amount of money from it. I mean, it's a two second video, but it's something, right? Uh, what do you think you'll no. make on? No. What do you think they, you'll make on a million? Pay. So in February, I think they're starting more of a um, pay for like ad structure for the YouTube shorts. But no, pretty much the um, the value of the YouTube shorts is to get people to click into the actual channel, which will then become hopefully become an audience member of the channel. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. either way, it's well worth it. It made my channel bigger. Okay. And then Mr. Ethan, welcome to the show, my brother. Pleasure to be here, my friend. It's a pleasure to to have you. So 
Ethan is the CEO and owner of Smoke Nude, which is a uh, the first vaporedisiac. If you're looking for a heightened sense of uh, excitement in the bedroom, if things are a little bit boring and uh, you want to get it on with your significant other, male, female, turtle, whatever gets you going, definitely make sure to check out Nude. I've partnered up with them and uh, we will start to promote the products. If you use my code, the link will be in the description. Uh, it will be smoke nude forward slash soothing semantics, 15% off your order. I'm pretty sure. 15% off the order. Fantastic. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And thank you for coming, Maggie. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So you teach, <laughs> you're, you have a PhD in geometry at, uh, oh, yeah, at Princeton? Definitely. Yep. Phenomenal. It's definitely up my alley. Math okay. is my forte for sure. Was it actually? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I studied sociology. <laughs> okay. Were you, were you initially going to do something with it? Uh, yeah, still I still something? am. I graduate in May, so just working through my bachelor's for now. Okay, I got it. And and then you do an OnlyFans. I do, I yeah. Okay. And then I've also worked with Ethan for Nude um, at Exotica here in Miami. Very cool. Okay, so we're going to get a, get all into this. So Pearl and Maggie may have their disagreements. Both of you seem pretty cordial. We'll see if things <laughs> get a little heated. There might be a bit of a cat fight. We'll have to break them up. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. I don't think so. I have some extra nudes for everybody She's here. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mellow to relax out. everybody out. No, but it seems like they're both going to be cordial. So to start the conversation, first off, I want to ask you, Pearl, what got you into this sort of content in the first place? How did you find yourself discussing this sort of stuff? Oh, I started watching Kevin Samuels. So I just started reacting to red pill content. Um, I was actually kind of triggered by Kevin Samuels at first, but then I just kept listening to his content and I realized he was right about a lot of stuff. Um, and then I just thought it would be cool to have um, a show in London about relationships. London was one of the first places that I lived where I could meet someone from Italy, Spain, um, Nigeria. And it's like we could talk about something that everything, everyone has in common, which is relationships. So that's how I started it. Okay. Because I remember when I was listening to a few of the episodes you put out lately, mm -hmm. you were doing all different kinds of content before. You're doing reaction videos. You had that video with the girl that, that you always talk about where she called you. What was the word? The, the British, the British. Oh, the whale person. attack. Yeah. Oh, the whale attack. Oh, yes. Yes. I was, I was whale attack. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've done street interviews. I've done um, live shows. I've done reaction video. I've done like pretty much any type of content you could name. I've probably done it at some point. Right. I also had a TikTok. I almost had a million followers on TikTok with an 80% female and they audience. they took it down? You, you yeah, said. they took me down. I used to do relationship content with my ex-boyfriend. I used to, I literally have done vlogs. I've done everything. Okay. But you feel like now this is going to be the thing you primarily stick with? I mean, it's doing you so well. Might as well. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to do more like one-on-one -on -one interviews in the future. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love what I do. It's a lot of fun. Seems like it. It definitely yeah. seems like it. Um, so just getting into a little bit of a little, a little bit more of it. So we talk, you've been talking a lot about the controversy now with feminism, modern dating versus the freedom to do whatever you want with your body and, and have an OnlyFans, put yourself out there and, and things like that. So you've mentioned on multiple occasions that you don't care what people do. People are welcome to do as they please. If they want to put their bodies out no worries, but it could hurt your potential options long-term. Okay, I just feel so. like whiners. Yeah. Okay. I just feel like do what you do, but don't whine about the consequences later. That's, that's my opinion. Right. Pretty fair. Yeah. yeah okay. So what do you think? And I just, just to, 
be straight here. I happen to be pretty much on your side across the board on these things. Um, but I, I am a very live and let live person. We'll get into it. So in terms of, in terms of the whole, the whole OnlyFans thing, why do you think that can hinder somebody's long-term relationship? Why is that? Um, I just think a lot of guys aren't going to take a girl seriously if she's on OnlyFans. I think most guys will like deal with you, you know, they'll deal with you casually, but just from a long-term perspective, I think mm -hmm. most guys don't want the mother of their children on OnlyFans. It's a tough, it's a tough, what, what's your take on here? Yeah, I mean, it's the same exact thing. I mean, I'm going to think that you are for fun only mm -hmm. and that there's no other uh, way that you think about things that I would want to align with someone being the mother of my children going into the future. Okay, I, I, I to be honest, I agree. What's your take? I mean, as a I, I, we're husband, putting him on the spot over here. Uh oh, putting him on the spot over here with a wife and a newborn child. I will say that I've definitely contemplated doing OnlyFans with my wife, <laughs> only because I know the money. Do you think she would have been cool with it though? But the reality is, I wouldn't want my wife to do it. Um, that's just it's something for me. I'm also you know part of the Jewish faith and Jewish religion where. It definitely would not be accepted at all. Yeah, that's so. super stigmatized. I think I there's a lot of things out here in the world, whether it be gambling or, you know, OnlyFans or stuff like it, it could be a lot of short term benefit or gain. But I think, you know, we're in a society now where a lot of people don't think long term. Nobody's think we're going to get into this. Nobody's thinking long term. They don't think over the course of several years to decades, you know, is my child going to find this? You know, is my parents, going? you know, they don't think that. Typically. So I, that's why I'm interested to hear, you know, with a sociology degree, kind of decision process that went through your mind of how this is going to end up for you now and then also kind of going into the future. Yeah. Um, okay. So I got started in sex work when I was super young, not on OnlyFans, like before OnlyFans started. So because I didn't have like a fully developed brain yet, I didn't think long term at all. Um, how but old were you? I was 19. Okay. 19. Yeah. Um, but now I'm almost 27, so I can think about these more long term. And especially with like the family aspect and relationships, it is something to consider. But at the end of the day, I think it's a bit dehumanizing to think that there's no other substance to girls who do OnlyFans mm -hmm. so that they can't be a mom. Because a lot of us are nurturing and want to have children ourselves. So we do bring other things to the table rather than just being like a fun little one night stand type vibe. So, you know? so let me take this. I do hear where you're coming from and I don't I don't think anyone on on the panel would say that you're not human or you don't uh, deserve respect as a person, right? Yeah. I, I respect you as a person and you can do whatever your heart desires. Of course. I also like Ethan and and I don't know how you both grew up into I, I imagine you had a pretty traditional upbringing based on what you've said about your family. I don't know about you MTR but you can tell us. I grew up religious like not yeah. crazy religious with the curls and the whole thing but i grew up a religious jew so mm -hmm. in in our world virgin till marriage that right. didn't exactly work out for me <laughs> but uh you know we have very traditional values if there was a girl in our community who did that she'd be forget about it she'd be shunned so my my thought process is this it's perfectly fine to make certain decisions. Luckily, we live in America and you have those freedoms. Yeah, absolutely. The reality is most men are very possessive, especially exactly. more of a masculine guy. 
What I think happens, which is a very challenging issue, Mm -hmm. is a lot of the women who are doing OnlyFans, many of them are gorgeous women. Don't get me wrong. Of course. And you're a very beautiful girl yourself. Thank you. It's that most guys who you would probably want to date are going to be too possessive to be okay with that. So you end up with more simpy uh, feminine guys who are going to tolerate it, but it's not their ideal. You're probably just the best way more than the best they can get physically to them you're this incredible opportunity and they're willing to do whatever it takes to keep you even though in an ideal world they don't want your your tits and ass out on the internet so and it's not because men are insecure it's just that we want what's ours to be ours not that you're a property we're not gonna we're not gonna i mean a lot of men think that way like they view women as property because especially if we're providing for you and we're taking care of you we want to know that you're ours and you're not just out there for the rest of the world. It's yeah. kind of like a symbol. And, and again, I think that most women are going to want a man with those qualities. And I'm not going to speak for all women because I know a lot of women are like, but I know and there's that experience and there's that guy that I know because exceptions are always yeah. brought into these topics. I'm sure if we had a panel of like three uh, girls on, they would start bringing all these exceptions into it because I see that happening on your show all the time. But exceptions definitely don't make the rules. So yeah. I'm curious, yeah. if you could go back, would you switch it or would you make the same choice? Um, honestly, I'd make the same choice. I think I've always, I'm someone who's always been very comfortable with her sexuality and who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And I think in the long, like, you know, it's been like eight years almost. I've been in the sex industry, so it's a choice I'm happy with. Mm-hmm. And when you got started with the sex industry at 19, like what, what was that? Do you, can you share that? Yeah, I was a sugar baby. You're a sugar baby. Yeah. So you went on websites and then guys. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. How much? Okay. So in comparison to how much money that you were making sugaring mm-hmm. versus on OnlyFans, do you care to share kind of the differences? Um, I mean, like work wise, OnlyFans is a lot more work for about the same money. Like, being a sugar baby was by far easier, but at the end of the day, it's about the same money. And because you, you don't want that in the in-person interaction is less work. Yeah. But you don't like the feeling of their gnarled fingers across your back. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I understand. It gets very um, emotionally, physically, mentally draining. Right. After a long time. Because you can so. kind of become a therapist to these people. Is 100%. that why you're getting the sociology degree? <laughs> Maybe that had some influence. Yeah. But yeah. So you're getting the college degree to help with the non. <laughs> college activity i get it exactly <laughs> did they have a lot of control over you though like the sh- did the sugar daddy let you do whatever you wanted or did they kind of did he kind of make you- uh it varied from like person to person but gotcha. i typically go for people who are more open-minded and not possessive because i'm not someone who can be held back or possessed in any way so. right but so but there was that, guys that did that. Like, is that typically to. open though? When you're with guys who are kind of less possessive, as you say, do they? Do you have typically, an open? Typically, yeah. Okay, so then I mean that's kind of what's going to happen typically is you'll have with guys that are like that they're going to be mm-hmm. banging other women and you might be banging other yeah. men and it's just kind of an open thing. Okay, so I have quite a list of questions to ask a few of you, but I want to start with you, Pearl. So sorry about the noise. We should be taking care of that soon. I don't know what the deal is. Will the mic still pick it up, or is it just in front? It should be. Maybe okay. we take a take a second to, to wait until this is solved. Hold on. Apologies. It's a printer that wasn't supposed to be running at this time. and it shut down. It just okay. takes a minute. All right. Perfect. Do, should we shoot that whole section over again? We could. It's probably... It, yeah, there's no way that's going to come out well. That was good. Yeah. There's no way that's going to come out well. All right. 
Um, let's just move on Sometimes to another. Sometimes the audio is better than you think on the mics because mm -hmm. it'll just pick up here. Okay, so here, here's another, here's another good question. Mm -hmm. I have my own answers, but I, I definitely want to hear yours. Why is it so typical that women will say one thing and their actions are totally different? I don't know why. Well, I know. What's, I what's, going, what's up with that? I know. I we we don't. all want to know. I feel like like we're so unaware almost because the world just lies to us all the time. Because because mm -hmm. men are always trying to sleep with you, so like there's not very many men that tell you the truth and are like real with you. So I feel like sometimes. We, we don't even realize how full of shit we are. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's my answer off the top of my head, but I have to think about it more. Because you, you mentioned, think? what do you think, women? What What was the question again? Like, why, why do we Why do we say we for, want one thing for instance? Do for instance, as an example, typical example. Yeah. Women will talk about the how nice they guy. want. I want this gentle guy, nurturing guy. I want this you know, sweet you, guy who you know, listens to everything. And all that's bullshit. But you will never. I, I'm, I'm gonna give you an, a little bit different of an answer. I just sure. think that. Our media today panders to women in such a way where they construct kind of what you should want or what you should be like. And I think a lot mm -hmm. of it is to take money up out of their pocket, right? Mm -hmm. So I think like there's a construction of Disney, which then feeds into wanting marriage, which then feeds into the multi-billion dollar marriage industry. There's a there's there's different constructions that would make women more materialistic. It's different i mean even like the wedding ring you know you ask the the average woman on the street what type of ring do they want and it's just like wait a minute but that's just a rock that's in the ground what really is the value outside Preach. of the perception 100 percent right so so there's a lot of things yeah so so i think like so it's like the average wedding is like twelve thousand dollars not in not in our circles not in our circles my wedding was 35 grand that's that's cheap bro in the jewish community that's very low we had 200 people you have 100k 200k weddings we cut our list down from 400 to 200 it makes no sense it's stupid it's so stupid it's like, it's like you're paying all that and the, the average marriage lasts eight years. 100%. <laughs> yeah. It makes no sense. Well, I'm hoping I just want a little, a little. bad ROI. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no Forgot. sense, man. We're going to talk about marriage too, but my, my feeling is this. I think a lot of the time women really don't know what they want and they constantly change their minds. It's, it's not necessarily their fault. It's your emotional brains. But I'm not going to say you don't know what you want. I'm sure a lot of women have an idea, but I think nah, they can we change. <laughs> I think they can change a lot. Fine. You don't think they do. All right, cool. What, I, what I've come to realize is I think like now with the dating market and a lot of the red pill podcasters and content creators are talking about this and I, and I completely agree with it. The, the larger the market gets in terms of how the world is, is so accessible where women have access to so many different men most men just have no chance in the dating market. It's, it's so, so true. And there's a small percentage of men that have access to all the women. And the, I'm regurgitating this, but I, it's such a valid point. So most of the women are complaining about the same group of men. And those same, that same group of men has so many options that they're not always going to treat that woman the way she might want to be treated in terms mm -hmm. of taking her seriously and whatnot. So I think as a guy, most women... If I would, I'm curious to hear your thought process and your thought process is I think that you need a balance of mostly toughness and masculinity with a little bit of sensitivity because sensitivity isn't sexy if there's no masculinity. But on the flip side, if you're overly emotional and overly sensitive and you have a little bit of masculinity, that isn't very attractive. So I think 
a little bit of sensitivity is good so it doesn't scare a woman and she feels safe. But you, you need both sides. And I think uh, that's really what it comes down. What do you think? What's your take? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think there's comfort and arousal. And I think that's why it's really confusing for like women as what we want because what arouses us, arouses us doesn't necessarily comfort us. That's true. So it's like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, you know, a guy being emotionally available, they'll say, <laughs> comforts, comforts us for the short term, but like it doesn't arouse us. Like we don't want to sleep with you after. 100%. So they want a guy who's going to open the door for them and then smack their ass when they walk through the door. Mm. 100%. No, you just, you need, you need that. You see that you have that accountant who, who marries that girl who had a crazy college life and she settles down with him because she knows that this is the safe bet. But in the back mm-hmm. of her mind, she's thinking of her biker boyfriend when they were 17. Yeah. He used to bang her in every room of everywhere. <laughs> and this accountant is just not doing it. And she can't get that other guy out of her head. And I, and I get it, though. I understand why that process is there. So that's why body count matters so much. <laughs> I often get this question on the channel. You know, I don't know if you want to go into this question. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, but I, I think that's why that's a, a major component to why I, you know, talk about the importance of you know body count or what they do with their past. So, like when I talked about the OnlyFans thing earlier, um, I'm just thinking about um, how you've allowed these dudes and in, into you with little to no benefit to yourself besides the short-term gratification of Pecos? Oh, say fuck shit. Okay. <laughs> I should have made that clear from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure. I don't want to get yeah, as yeah, demonetized real, real, as some I'm always thinking about the channel. <laughs> but, you know, there's just such a short-term benefit, you know, within that. So it's like, it's something that I think about and, you know, we all got different parts and anatomies outside of, you know, what like the feminists might say today, like we're all equal, but our body parts are differently. So, like, question that we ask in the car is to say, like, you know, would you prefer a son that has a thousand bodies or a daughter that has a hundred bodies? I think we should ask that question to see what you guys think about that. Absolutely. The son with a thousand. Absolutely. I mean, as a guy who definitely was a promoter in New York for four years (laughs) and had a very good time. Oh, you went off. (laughs) You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Can't complain. But, you know, it. It really is a, it's not, it's not, it's not really a fair question for, because, you know, there's a double standard always in that, you know, women always get criticized for being a slut or slut shaming when, you know, it's multiple guys that they've been with. But for men, you know, you get applauded for how many people you slept with. If I can inject real quick, and I'm sure you've heard this and I know you've both heard this, it is a fair double standard and, and I, I'll give my reasoning as to why, and I know you guys have heard this. It is extremely easy for women to get laid, even if they're average looking. You can go out at any moment in any at any venue, and all you have to do is find a guy. Now that might not be the ideal guy, it might not be the hottest dude, but if you your goal is to get laid as a woman, it'll happen. Let me nine times you, out of ten. The same thing if you're a dude. It's not just, for most guys, homie. Maybe the, for the problem you, with most guys is most guys don't have the balls to literally go and talk to women. A hundred percent. That's the difference. 100%. Though. But if you go and talk to women and show confidence. You know, you can pretty much sleep with many women. I can say without a doubt that I'm <laughs> that I am not. I I don't have that issue. It's like fairly fairly simple, but not nearly on the same level. Even if you're a good looking guy, you're I gonna get rejected level, a lot. But more. you can. I mean, have you seen those two? A lot more. It was like a guy and a girl at went out asking for sex, 
I saw that. And they're not even a comparison. They were they were both very good looking, and it was like just up to strangers. Do you want to have sex right now? And it was half the guys said yes. Of course, guys are like dogs. We just want to be on everything. Because for for women also, I think it's a safety thing, right? If a guy just comes over and says, "Hey, you want to fuck?" You're going to be a little concerned. You don't know who he is. (laughs) He's way too upfront. Yeah, if it was a safety thing, you see. Oh my gosh, did you guys see that Tinder experiment where they had a super good looking guy and it put that he was a sex offender? The girls didn't care. What? The girls didn't care. Are you serious? They were still going to his house. Are you serious? Yeah, because he was like, yeah, it was like, holy he, he, shit. It was like he was a well, child predator. I guess that oh my the god, girls god, still play. They don't oh care. My god, like, bro. I'm just horrible. saying, if the girls There's... were that okay, I'm sorry. If women were that afraid of safety. That's if we were nuts, that man. afraid of safety, I wouldn't hear, why can't I walk home alone at night? You're walking home alone at night and now you're afraid of the world? That doesn't make sense to me. It makes no sense. <sighs> no, there's listen, we if we're calling it a hundred, there's some freaky shit that women are into and they just don't they will not be outward about it. Some will be. You hear like there's this channel, I I forget what it's called. It's a uh, the guy's name is like Ryan Powlard or something. All he has is like porn stars on the show, and the things they—I can't believe the women are are willing to say the things they tell. Did you hear about this one where um, one of these girls was dating a guy. She went to a gas station, met up with her ex-boyfriend. He came inside of her. She went back to her boyfriend, and he went down on her right oh, afterward. I did see that. First off, how do you do that? Second of all, how do you have the balls or the lack of dignity to go on? In the internet and say it's nuts to me and it's being promoted everywhere and everyone's like yeah you go awesome great fantastic <laughs> the west I, mean, I think i mean if we keep going this route america's fucked <laughs> i mean some people are into that you know what or maybe yeah maybe her boyfriend's a cuck i don't know like uh, <laughs> i actually think he was a cuck yeah i think i think I he has to be he has too. to be he has to be i think he was but I don't think most guys prefer that. No, I don't her. think yeah, so either. Would but not. <laughs> I mean, would not. if I first off, first off, first off, I've been, I would be cheated on, so she'd be out the door anyway. Yeah. But especially after that, oh my god, man! I don't know. I don't even know. So okay, so you, know, you know what's so crazy about that? Like, why is that not sexual assault? <laughs> like, why is that not? That's a we fair. Need, we need to make a, a law regarding yeah. that right there. That's a fair Wait, question. Yeah. Have there you ever be. read that book? It's like by Tucker Max or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like no. I hope they serve beer in hell. I heard oh, it. I never it, was read like, it. it was like when he had the realization that. It, it was like he was hooking up with a girl right after, or and she was going to somewhere after, like her mm-hmm. boyfriend or something. And he he was this guy like lady killer, and he he screwed girls all the time. And it was like the realization when he sat down and said, "That's probably happened to me at some point." <laughs> <laughs> so you fucked shit. a lot of girls. It's probably happened yeah, to you. Some, yeah, some shit. Yeah, I. I it's fair. I, I never. I never yeah, I, I guess what goes around comes around, right? Hey, listen, call just push that one in the back. Shit. Now you're planting some ideas in my head i don't want to think about <laughs> you know also i think Everyone's it's so like interesting soccer and then like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if your body counts over 50 it's probably happening oh, Boom. You, you know i think it's so interesting about content nowadays is that like we've gone through so many decades of a certain type of narrative from like female dominated you know whether it be talk shows or this and right so it's like these echo chambers that have been created which um goes into women's empowerment while also kind of like a subtle diss and shot at men, like men is trash type shit. Yeah. But see, the difference today is, is that now people are incentivized to be truthful. 
So I think now that we have TikTok and IG Reels and all of these things, and you have these people just on screen just saying whatever it is that they want to say. So now we get more of an insight into actual human behavior versus that the construction so of true, media over so the true. past several decades. So that's why so many people are looking at the content like, what? And you get so many dudes that are just like, oh, women are not all sugar spice and everything nice. <laughs> they can be just as violent as me. Well, not yeah. just as violent, but you know, they, they, I like they the, have the aptitude. I just appreciate, Pearl, that you're so willing to, to, to say these things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Meaning to like actually call it. The thing I love is women tend to be a lot more agreeable. Mm -hmm. And as soon as someone says, and you know, men talk shit, but as soon as a woman on your panel says some asinine shit, you automatically, and I'm like, when is she going to do it? When is she going to call her out? Boom, right away, calls her out. I'm like, cracks ah. that whip. She want to get my popcorn? I'm like, yes. Right away, she calls it out. But you do it in a tactful way where even if people are mad at you, they, they usually, they take it pretty well on your show at least. Oh, you'd be surprised. You know, they've gotten upset at you, but if it was, oh, listen, if it was. Death threats. <laughs> Oh, death threats. That's death threats. Not on your panel, probably in your DM, right? No, no. It'll be like, out, like basically what'll happen is a girl will come on the pod, say some wild shit. Then it gets clipped, goes viral. I mean, I don't know what you thought was going to happen. And, <laughs> and so like this one girl, um, this guy on the panel, it wasn't even me. It was like everyone say their body count. Three, two, one. And his whole point was that none of the girls were going to say it. This girl said it. Okay. Now it was like, it was like four. Five, but she's Indian or something in her community that's they like don't haram. tolerate that yeah, 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 yeah. and haram. so anyways my point she wanted me to take the stream down and I was like no I paid a producer I paid it's like you go through all this work to get the panel together yeah, and then they yeah. want to take it she down she threatened yeah. me with like the Indian mafia I don't know like she was just telling, this is sound very intimidating like, yeah because she knows where I live because it's like the podcast so it's like yeah and then she was just gonna wait with her mafia they never did it though I just said do it I didn't even know there was an Indian mafia. I didn't know either. Can you imagine? I, I Everybody's was... got a mafia. Yeah. It's a little curry truck that shows up. <laughs> oh, shit. Guy comes out and like, are you Pearl? I know you are. I've been looking like, for you. I don't know her. <laughs> my, daughter, my daughter said things about you. My friend was like, actually in like Indian a huge mafia. Indian scamming thing oh with social security cards in America. Oh, no. Yeah. Wait, what? It was like this huge like scam where they were in Texas and like... Huh. Um, interacting with immigrants who had just gotten their green cards and their social security number and they would steal them and like bankrupt them basically oh and then they went on the run and they're still looking for them in india i think yeah. indians are pretty cool though yeah. uh, over overall they're <laughs> overall they've been pretty nice they support i'm gonna go back to what you said though mm -hmm. so you are right that people are being more open um and speaking freely mm -hmm. but the other issue is that because there's such a push to become famous a lot of people push very extreme ideas too mm -hmm. yeah. and that's become a very problematic thing i think in society is because you're now hearing all these extreme ideas which are now being mainstreamed across platforms and causes a lot of hate across the board i mean center center ideas everybody can somewhat understand you know but when you go to the extremes then it causes just so much shit in the world well there's also a lot of horseshit too there's honesty but there's also a lot of horseshit but yeah. i guess every the thing is is we want a free society but we've gone so free to the point where we, I think people don't want to accept, and you talk about this, Pearl, that as humans, we have certain biological order. There's a certain way that things go, and that is the best way for a society to run. So that's, that's a very broad statement. What I mean by that is men tend to be territorial. Men should be masculine. They should be fit. They should provide. There are certain things that we were built to do, certain things that women are better at and should do. doesn't mean women need to be in the kitchen. doesn't mean they can't have a job. But I think, and this is, again, things that plenty of people have spoken about, 
when and I love when when Tate said this and he said when uh, when you're in a country when you're living in a country that's third world and doesn't have much in the sense of in the uh, in the way of resources people will go back to their natural ways and now that we have it so cushy in America everyone's doing this and doing that and people want to be cheetahs they uh, they identify as uh, dolphins you can do whatever your heart desires but naturally there's always going to be a, a certain order of things and our brains always are always gonna gonna go that way when it's all said and done. We're trying to change things; it's not gonna work. Uh, so, next question: Why do you think women like men who've been with a lot of other women or who are around many women? Why do you think that's so attractive to them, even though they say it's not? It always is. I mean, I think most girls don't really want to be telling a guy what to do and instructing him. <laughs> yeah, I agree. so I think it's. Like, when a guy knows what he's doing, it's just most girls would prefer that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we like we like a smooth talker. And how does yeah. a smooth talker get smooth? Practice. <laughs> so, makes fair points. Yeah. It's, so, <laughs> yeah. Fair points. it's just so interesting how the opposites, and this is what goes into my primal thing, is like women have pre-selection. They want, what, they want a guy who's liked by other women. The opposite is usually true for men. Like, sure, we like a girl that other men find attractive, but to a point. You know what I'm saying? Like, if every guy is making some nasty comments, I don't know. If I know that she slept with 20 other dudes in in the same uh, friendship circle, I'm, I'm not That's really... the same thing. Or one. Like... Huh? Or one. Or even, yeah, or even one dude. I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm super old school, man. Like, I'm not crazy. I'm, I'm not going to... I wouldn't relate to a virgin at this point. But I am very traditional in the sense where if there's a high body count, I'm out. Ain't happening. For something casual, I couldn't care less, though. Uh, here's <laughs> another good one. Can men be vulnerable with women? What's your take? Um, they can. They certainly can. Nothing's stopping them. Um, but it just depends what outcome you want. And I think... A lot of times men are vulnerable with their women and they think that their women will look at them the same and often they don't. Mm-hmm. At least that, that's what the men have said. I Personally, when I first started listening to Red Pill content, I was like, oh yeah, you could talk to women. Like, da, 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 da. And then I thought about I thought about it long and hard and I'm like, do you want a guy that's crying all the time? No. <laughs> do you want a guy that's always constantly telling me how, how he feels? No. Did it annoy me when my ex would always be telling me how he felt? Yes. And so it's like, we don't even know what we want. No, for all you, I don't know, you have to, you're doing God's work because you have this logic that I just don't see very often. It's just the triggering happens right away and just people shut down. So I'm just saying, I heard what Rolo, so Rolo Tomasi, if, do you know, you ever heard of Rolo Tomasi? No. Have you? Okay, so Rolo Tomasi is kind of what's coined the king of the red pill or the, the pioneer of the red pill. Red pill is a, uh, essentially, it's a very controversial group of people and I agree with most of what they say. Um, I'm not uh, a dating podcast specifically, but I would definitely consider myself a red pill to a degree. And we'll, we'll go deeper into that, but he has written a series of books called The Rational Male. They're international best selling books. I would encourage men and women to read them. They're phenomenal. And he said that in terms of vulnerability, if a guy is already masculine, already has his shit together and is on his purpose and is doing what he needs to do, if he has moments, very, very slight moments of vulnerability, a woman will feel that she's been able to get him to open up to her 
and the vulnerability is acceptable because it's like, okay, it's on rare occasion. His mom died, maybe his dog died, some tragedy happened. Okay, I can understand. I think it's sexy that this strong, tough guy is willing to be vulnerable with me. But if he comes home and every fucking day there's another problem at work and his tire popped and some stupid shit happened and he's always constantly complaining, there is no doubt in my mind that that's a big turnoff. Yeah, I completely agree. I've definitely broken things off with guys because they do shit like that. And, and uh, there was it a great... It turns us into their mom. It's, it's nasty. Exactly. Like, so unattractive. Your, so unattractive. Fix your problems. I'm now your mother. Right. Like, <laughs> but it's cold though. But real, real quick, MTR. It's a cold truth that men have to accept. Because women are going to tell them, no, baby, it's okay. You can cry on my shoulder whenever you want. I'm there for you. Until they're not. It's, it's, not, in your, it's not in a woman's wiring. It's just not. It's not how they're built. Yeah. I was going to say that it's in a woman's wiring to want security. And you cannot provide security in an unstable environment. And if you are rocked by your emotions in an unstable way, although she's saying, oh, no, I'm going to be here for you. You know, no cry on my shoulder. The minute that that tear begins to drip on her shoulder is the same minute that she's planning her escape route about the door. 100%. From a biological perspective. 100%. From a biological perspective. That's what I often tell dudes. Do not lean into your emotions. Even be careful around your mama, around you know different things that's going on in your life. Be careful. You know, because she's part of female nature as well. As Even though she, she's your mama, she might use something on you later on in life. Think about it. Think of, it's well, be bro, careful. 100%. Think about it like this. Here's a great perspective. You start dating a girl. You're well-to-do. Maybe you grew up wealthy, so you don't have that much uh, adversity that you've been through. So you had it pretty good, but you know you're tall, you're good looking, you're in shape, you have a lot, of, a lot going for you. And you start going through some work troubles. Say you're an entrepreneur and things aren't going the way you want to. You start losing a ton of money, yada yada, and you start complaining to your your woman, and she sees you bitching. And now you go out to some ball. You go out to some ballroom and you're dancing together, and she sees that guy that she was trying to bang before she met you. And he's there with another girl, and he looks solid, meaning he looks confident. There's no tear coming down his face. What do you think is going to happen? Is it is there? There's of course no guarantee that she's going to be thinking of dating or banging him. But if two hours ago you were just sitting on the couch with her, bawling your eyes out, and now this guy's smiling at her with no sense of emotion whatsoever, there's going to be an innate attraction. Where she's saying, "Well, that dude doesn't seem like a bitch like my boyfriend." Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's it's always like a it's depends situation. You know what I mean? If your mom just died, definitely. of course you're gonna be like vulnerable in that particular situation. But I think along with so many uh, young feminized, not having father, young men out there, some of them don't have a prescription of how they should be able to deal with their emotions and especially deal with their emotions around women. That's why I tell little dudes like, you know, you need where, where the boys at. You need you need community. You need, you need masculine, you need male presence. 100%. Where's your father at? You know, talk to them regarding these things as opposed to talking to your woman. Because I'm trying to tell you, them innards are going to start to dry the hell up as soon as you start 100%. to be overly emotional in front of her. And I think a lot of times, like, women mislead men because we're not, like, conscious of these things. Like, we've mm. never really had to think about things from a male point of view a lot of the time. So it's like, part of us is like, yeah, you can be open with us, but we don't think about the outcomes. Because I think it sounds like a, it sounds sweet in your mind, right? It's yeah. like this butterfly feeling. Yeah, that would be nice if you could be vulnerable, not realizing that it actually dries you up inside. Or, mm -hmm. or we're talking about the small percentage of men that maybe could be a little bit, like you know, the assholes. If you already respect well, them, because you already I'm respect relate them. To that part, I mean, I was the asshole, one hundred percent. 
I'll, we'll was? fully admit it. Okay, was. Okay, okay. I met my wife during the time that I was promoting. Obviously, you know, I was still having a good time. We, you know, whatever. But we ended up getting married. She is one hell of a woman for putting through my shit at the time. <laughs> but, but by the way, I don't know her, but I would say, and I, if you, if I'm wrong, you tell me. Big reason she probably found you attractive was because you were so attractive. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and probably one of the only reasons why, you know, we ended up, I ended up fighting for her also is because she didn't sleep with me on the first night, which was, you know, I, just didn't happen at that time. Right. So, um, but like, I'm somebody who has almost zero emotions just off the bat. Um, but I will say that you know, launching, I have three companies, one of them being the new vape company crazy market to get into um but launching it was probably been the hardest thing that i've had to do so far in my business career and I'm here to help you know you, homeless. Huh? i'm here to help you homeless. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate it mm -hmm. uh, but you know having her there also helped me to she backed me up on things that like you know for the first time ever i questioned myself on business mm -hmm. or like financially do i go all in like, cause there's, you know, a lot of opportunity here, you know, we're giving people instant pleasure in a vape form and, you know, everybody's having sex. Everybody wants to enjoy better sex. It's just a fact. So, um, do I go all in? And, you know, she said 100% go all in, but like, I guess that's for me, that's my form of, you know, breaking down a little bit and opening up. I don't ball, so. Mm -hmm. I'm, but I'm sure she respects you enough as a person where you can, you can, you have, you can afford to be that vulnerable. Yeah, so that's the thing, though. It has to be a happy medium. Yeah, um, you, it's it's a careful, like, it's a careful dance. Like the average guy will hear that and think that they should be more vulnerable, but it's like the women are talking about the the, the assholes, the guys that are never vulnerable. They're like, ah, oh, a little bit would be nice, but it's like the average guy. It took me time to get there, though. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think you have to like meet yourself Yeah. so that you're able to express your emotions and what you're feeling accurately and not just like dump everything on 100%. your partner. Yeah, stoicism that's why guys just like want to, they just try to avoid it altogether because it's like you never know what girl, like different girls have different tolerances for that exactly. stuff. So that's why yeah. like guys will just, you know what, I don't want to play these games. I'm just going to avoid <laughs> yeah. it altogether. So it's like at what percentage? Can you be 2% vulnerable, 10%, 15%? And if you don't do it the right way, it might piss us off. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Bro, you're you so fact. honest. Yeah. She's so real, man. It's so it's factual, real. though. Everything that, oh, my God. If they say that they don't want to give, they Pastor Pearl with the preachers. They say they don't want a gift. That means they really want a gift. <laughs> like, don't fuck up like that. Everything's if the opposite. Don't give me if they say don't give me flowers, Every get them the biggest Everything's the opposite. Find. That's exactly. what I've learned. Everything's the opposite. Okay. It's fine. Here's, here's another you don't have to get me It's not anything. really fucking fine. <laughs> Slams the door in your face. Should men, should men wait to date or marry earlier? So this is a good question. Oh, we were talking about we this. We were. Yeah. Earlier. So basically, I'm, I'll give you a quick backstory. I was raised by a single grandmother. My mom was homeless most of her life. She passed away a few years ago, and I never met my dad. I've only recently met my dad's side of the family. So I, I did not have a father figure. I had, you know, f friends, parents who were good to me, but my grandmother, luckily, was a tough son of a bitch. So in a good way, I love her to death. Um, so, but she was really, really like a tough woman. Did you call her but Bubby? Grandma, she hated Bubby. Oh, really? She hated yeah. it. But you know, you've ever heard of Yiddish? This no. Hebrew and Yiddish. Yiddish is basically the... Uh, uh, it's German with some Hebrew thrown in. It's what like Where European Jews were living during the Holocaust. They created it's their own language. Speak, yeah. Okay. So Bubby is Yiddish for grandmother. So anyway, my grandmother just hated the word. Um, so long story short, 
because there was no money in my family, I grew up very poor, uh, I was always of the thought process of I need to have my shit together before I settle down because I have no inheritance coming. Nobody's paying for my wedding. Nobody's paying for my, nobody's covering any of these bills. If anything goes to shit, nobody's going to, yeah, maybe a friend, but I, I can't rely on that. I have no immediate family that has the means to do any of that. So for my thought process is I want to be settled on my own before I go and meet my significant other. Well, I, maybe I'll, I don't have to be rich, but I want to go and make sure that I have things going. Because for me, a vital thing is that when I meet my in-laws, I want to be able to shake my in-laws' hands and say, hey, you did a great job with your daughter. I got her from here. Whether she has a job or not, whether she can take care of herself or not, I can provide for her and kids. Thank you very much. I got her from here. As opposed to coming in with no pot to piss in, and then the father-in-law says, great, now I have to take care of another fucking kid, meaning me. I got to pay for the house. I got to pay for this. I got to pay for that. A, it's a turnoff for the woman, and I just don't feel like I'm doing my job. So that's, that's where I am. So that's why I'm, I've been kind of, so to speak, waiting. I'm, I'm 28. I don't feel old at all, but I'm giving it that time. What's your take? What do you guys think? Well, I'm curious to hear all of your opinions. Um, I think women are a roll of the dice. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you could get a 22-year-old virgin that seems perfect that leaves you at 30 because she feels like she missed out at her 20s. Or you could get, you know, um, 30-year-old girl that's on OnlyFans that is very loyal to you. I mean, rare, but it happens. Um, I just, there's certain things that have better probabilities and worse probabilities, but I just think at the end of the day, like women are a roll of the dice. Well, yeah. I mean, we all are. It's really a crazy thing. There's so many rules to this whole marriage game, right? You have these arranged marriages. Mm -hmm. They meet in the Jewish world. You'll have a guy and a girl who don't, who've never really met. They meet one time. They get married like a week or two later. They stay married. Indians, like, Arabs. It's like I guess know. ignorance is. I'm. I don't believe ignorance is bliss because I need to know shit. I'm like I'm such a curious person. <laughs> but you're it's open like, in the world. Most huh? of these people. Most of these people like they don't have cell phones that have you know internet browsers. Yeah, they don't know who any better. It? It's like if there's a lot of a lot of reli- so there's something called oh, they call yeah. them kosher phones. Oh uh, yeah, we got to bring the Amish phones. Just yeah. knowledge. Yeah. Amish phones, like religious people have, you know, the old school phones that literally only have text messaging and phone calling. That's it. I you- just, I just think like even like virgins of today aren't the virgins of yesterday because they still like they still most people have social media. Right. Yeah. So it's like a lot of girls like they think that guys they think they have the perfect woman. And then, you know, she turns 30 or 32 and thinks she missed out on her 20s and leaves. Like, I've heard that story a million Happens times, too. 100%. Totally. So you're just, you're just, it's. That also become, probably is because he's not hitting it hard enough, but. That's <laughs> Uh-oh. Just, that's a big component. No, I mean, he probably didn't maintain frame. Uh-oh. That's probably. Let's go, let's, so let's go into so short answer. Yes, men should wait. You guys all think? Uh, men should wait. Yeah. I mean, I think men need practice. A lot of men, A, aren't comfortable with themselves at mm-hmm. younger ages B, you know they need to learn what a woman likes and how to talk to women i think it's a big thing especially mm-hmm. as only fans and you know social media comes out like how many people are just talking like only fans a lot of the only fans account back end is handled by a dude so like these guys are talking to a dude thinking they're talking to a sexy girl but uh, it's not so you know how to play it because you're so, talking to another dude yeah so exactly, like yeah. it's Really, like, guys just don't know anymore how to talk to girls, I think is a huge factor that's going to play, especially as we go on in this direction. But, I mean, yeah, I think guys should wait, and I think that social media game is going to be fucked for 
men in general. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to make a certain per- small percentage of men very, very lucky in yeah. limited sex and options. And then for the most men, they're just going to be virgins. It's really <laughs> sad, though. Like, there's just so many men that don't get any. It's crazy. Well, I mean, whoever's got the d- strong DM game now, I guess, is winning. That's <laughs> about it. I don't have a big Instagram, man, but it's just, it's just through my, it's really through my life experiences because I've always, I never gave a shit about rejection. And when I was That's younger, when I was a teenager, I got rejected and I was skinnier and, but I would learn from it and say, okay, why am I not getting the results I want? How do I figure it out? I'll go out to the clubs and go out to the bars. Over but that's over for men. It's a numbers game. For every shot you don't take, it's a guaranteed miss. And then I just had Probably my experiences. I got kicked in the ass through different job, went to the, the military. You build up these accolades and this credibility and you become more interesting and more attractive. And then you have to work less at it because mm-hmm. then you separate yourself from a lot of the other guys that have a boring job. They had two parents, regular family, nothing interesting. It's boring. Nobody cares. I agree. agree? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Um, Now, in terms of, because there are lots of of things to cover, you mentioned the double standard with with women being uh, shunned for promiscuity. Do you think that's a fair double standard where, like, men are respected because it's – because we touched on it a little bit, but – Yeah, I mean, it it goes back to what you were saying before, like (laughs) – nobody's you don't go to unemployment Hello, and she sighs she's like oh again i have to she's like i explained this <laughs> no, shit no, 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 no. i just think <laughs> you don't you don't go to unemployment the unemployment office and the world doesn't say oh wow good job you you got unemployment and it's the same thing with the double standard like no no one's going to reward women for sleeping around because that's easy it's hard for men to get laid in general mm. so the the world rewards what's hard to do i don't know why this is so hard for people to understand I've, I've like spoken to most girls I've spoken to get it, but some of them are just so. I think so... we innately know it. I don't know why. Like, what's the first thing that girls call other girls when they don't like them a hoe? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. like, why do we? Why do we say that if if we don't know on some level that it's true? <laughs> so true. <laughs> like I said, it all it all comes back to nature. Like we try to fuck around with it so much, and then at the end of it, like we all come back to that at the end of the day. It's so funny. Okay, so. I just wanted to go into a little bit more uh, about you, MTR. What are some of what have been some of your most interesting uh, um, topics in terms of talking about the videos that you've that you've spoken about? You know, because you do those. Um, what I, don't, I don't know what of that I can pull out that would be most interesting because I feel like they were all interesting. Okay. Do you mean like the the types of things that I What are about? things that are certain topics that stand out to you because we're talking a lot about dating femi- yeah. and feminism and whatnot. What are some of the things maybe that have been most controversial to you or, or yeah. things that stick out in your mind right away? Um, The first one I just thought of was um, I get a lot of dudes that ask me like the marriage question that we were talking about earlier and like, you know, particular stances on it and what benefits men. So usually I can go into like a deep dive. Like I think like, you know, marriage amongst like, you know, anything else that you could use that's, you know, within society is a tool, you know, so you have to be able to use the tool for who you are as a person and connect it to whatever it is that you're trying to do within your life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I talk about from marriage, I talk around from like body counts, you know, we talk around, you know, only fans type conversations, pretty much the whole gamut, pretty much everything that Pearl talks about, I also mm-hmm. talk about in my, in my own way as well, but the difference is, is that I use uh, viral videos um, in order to have these discussions and inform solutions um, regarding this. So, so we cover like a lot of the same type of things, but she does more interview style and format, and I'm doing more commentary reaction style. Okay, have you had people 
on your show as guests or are you so i actually started out my channel back in 2019 well i started in 2017 but in 2019 i actually started out as an interview channel where i would have women sit right next to me and we'd have these conversations looking at let's say like a dating coach or some or something like that we'd have these conversations in order to try to see of the things that the dating coach is saying mm -hmm. how does she identify with these things and actually within the whole space of males of male content i was the first person to do this on a consistent basis you know and then since then you've had like you know the kevin samuels who was doing live stream format of kind of the same thing oh, dude, then fresh and fit savage yeah he was he was the man he was the absolute man he i mean listen uh, women cannot handle stuff like that like i think some of them came back to it like some of them who it's a heavy reality check see i wouldn't be able to be that upfront. like i i don't know i just feel bad like being that hardcore but like he was kind of right, man. Like he said stuff that was really hard for people to hear. Maybe he could have said it nicer, yada, yada, but he gave some people hard reality checks. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm interested in listening That's my take. Have you ever heard of that guy? Wild. Have you heard of that guy? No. Yeah. He, he just pretty Honestly, much. I don't listen to podcasts that much. By the way, neither do I, but these dating ones really, really interest me. Okay. So I have something to add to oh, like ahead, the double standard thing. Sure, sure. Uh, from like a historical standpoint so originally we uh, were more of like a polyamorous community and it wasn't until we shifted into like ag um, like an agrarian society where men were incentivized to have more children and um, with and then women um, were looked at as property because basically you're like passing down your seed right and your children are going to become your landowners so the men needed to know that the children were their legitimate children. They weren't illegitimate. So if you had multiple women, multiple wives with multiple children, your land could be spread across mm -hmm. and then you'd earn more money. But prior to that, it just, it was more like polyamorous. So, so I think you said that's before that it was polyamorous? More polyamorous. You know, there wasn't the incentive to have your land because we were a nomadic species. But I think that's just gotten carried over, especially with how long ago do you, do you think where, that was? Where are you talking about? Like what yeah. part of the world? In the Western world, mostly in, in Europe. In, the, in Europe. Yeah. And I you're mean, saying, but when you mean polyamorous, you mean it was like multiple wives and a small percentage of men. Because I know it was yeah. 17 men to one or 17 women to every one man. Damn. Roughly. Really? When was this? No, no, no. That's too many, too many for me. At one time, Well, I think it came from like conquerors more, kind of probably because they either going around. Well, you still have that in like Saudi Arabia, Yemen, maybe all the Arab countries. So everyone's converting. But I think I think it was still the same even when when it was polyamorous, where it's a small percentage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. There weren't really times I don't think were were one aside from Cleopatra. Where like yeah. there were twenty men to one woman, it was never really. Cleopatra had multiple husbands. Mm -hmm. I don't know about husbands, but she had a bunch of concubines. She would have, I think, what? I'm pretty sure. She had like the thought. She was treating her. Are you jelly? She had a bunch. She had a bunch of like. She had a bunch of these uh, like gladiators, right? These muscular gladiators who'd call them up to the palace. I'm pretty sure that was a thing. That's nasty. Because this is before <laughs> uh, birth yeah. control. This is before stopping STDs. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you catch, you catch gonorrhea back then and you die. You did, did STDs yeah. exist back then? Of course. They yeah, did. they did. Yeah. This isn't a Dude, new concept. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. I'm no, they definitely did. There's no question that they existed. 
I don't know. Out. I don't All know these things. To discuss about it. So, huh? I don't know enough to talk about it. I'm so. glad. You, I'm glad. Neither <laughs> do I. I mean, what do STDs come from? Well, there's a belief that a lot of the diseases that we currently have mm-hmm. came from you know how many how much medicine is being pumped into the market and into mm-hmm. people. So things started changing mm-hmm. and started creating you know other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, belief of SARS, COVID, I mean, you can go across the board for anything, but there's always been a major shift that as, you know, one thing comes about, we treat it with the medicine and then something stronger comes about, mm-hmm. um, or hormones being pumped into all the food that we eat. Mm-hmm. So these are all things that created something else later on. It was a problem. It was a problem that was solved immediately, but just something else came to be. So maybe STDs came about from something like that. I don't know. There, there's a lot more, uh, there's a lot less disease now than what there were ever was in the history of humanity ever. I mean, just think about the days we had goddamn leprosy. You're like your arms would just fall the hell off, right? We had polio. We, you know, we have vaccines for a lot of these different things now. So I'm, what I'm saying is I get it. I don't think that what you're saying is not true, um, but I think that we live in more of a disease-free society today than ever before. Is I think it disease-free? Or is I said just, more of a disease-free society. Well, it's not think, completely disease-free. I mean, how many different medications are there out there? There's a lot. How many so different how, vaccines? How many things have we eradicated out of? Do you know how many vaccines you're supposed to give your child when they're born? I'm not. No, it's fucking crazy. You're <laughs> supposed to give four vaccines every two months for their first like six months of life. But is it also correlated that the more vaccines that we have, can it be? Can it be correlated the more? Uh, medicine that we have, the longer that our lives are, because right, because leprosy is around there in a time where there was a forty-year-old uh, average lifespan, right? So we're living longer now than we have ever lived in the history of ever, and some of that is like knowledge of diet, right? Like Correct. some of that is knowledge of you know how our bodies move and function, but also too, it's because of medication. Well, there was, I mean, mm-hmm. there was some evidence to show that people in Roman in the Roman times were they preached a very healthy society. They were actually living a lot longer. So than we what, are now, how, what, what age? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, they were they beyond said, 80 years yeah, old on 80 average. Years old. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously now the average age in America, the average age is actually not that high. But Late we 70s, also have early 80s, bleeding, probably. Huh? Late 70s, early 80s, probably. And it's getting less because the, the rate of heart disease and cancer yeah, has gone up in America. Yeah, fat as hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> another great 80, topic. That's like 80%. That's <laughs> another great topic, it's man. It's whale season. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, cancel. Oh, shit, that British girl's about to come to the studio. <laughs> Right. Whale, whale. <laughs> <laughs> I miss saying it. My manager says I can't say whale on my platform anymore. Oh my Gentle belugas. <laughs> I, I said beautiful, majestic creatures. Oh. Honestly, I should apologize to the whales in the sea for comparing them to fat chicks. Uh-oh. Yeah, wow. you say that every time. Yeah. I only throw it's down fun. because the fat girls came for me. They started it, wasn't they? Really no, good. they did start it. So now I finish it. <laughs> I was attacked. I had hundreds of video, hundreds of videos on TikTok of them doing pictures of me insinuating I was ugly, okay? Which is funny, coming from a 250-plus woman. Why don't we set up a boxing match, then? She would be the different weight class. All I have to do is do a light jog. Uh oh, (laughs) just stick and move. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Well, they don't realize that you're as much as an athlete as what you actually are. I deadlift like 
285. Oh, very like, impressive. Yeah, I'm like, like squat like 250. Like, I mean, Ooh. I haven't maxed out in a while. You but... Squat 250. Wow. Mm-hmm. Solid. Wow. Solid very numbers. Impressive. That's a, I'm strong. They can't. <laughs> no I used to, I used to I'm glad I still, I'm glad I still, <laughs> yeah. be, I'm glad I still beat her. So I don't feel bad. <laughs> I, I'm super competitive like that. If I know a girl can like outlift me at something, yeah. I'm like, fuck, I got to work on it. I Break can't be outlifted by a woman. I can't yeah, do it. I honestly don't recommend lifting that much. Like, <laughs> I feel like it was kind of a pointless skill that I acquired. That's pretty dope to say you could do it. Yeah. Just take the compliments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Speaking of that, man, this whole fat shaming thing. It's like, why in the world are we putting that on covers of magazines? Like, you want you want to be fat? Go be fat. I'm not going to congratulate you for it. Yeah. Why do I have to see your blood? I feel like being fat is selfish because everyone's got to look at you. But isn't it like, you know, we don't really preach a healthy society in general. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. The I mean, money, the fast money food is, is the... literally on every fucking corner. You got eight different choices of fast food and it's all trash. <laughs> I know, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be there if they couldn't make money doing it because we choose to eat it. Yeah. But there, again, that, I think the biggest problem in this country is education across the board. Yeah. So, no, like, I think most people know the vegetables fruits you'd be surprised in lower income communities they don't know this stuff and they don't have access to it and they don't have access There's to food it deserts, a dollar a dollar making... google hmm? how to lose weight google no but being able to afford groceries that yeah. are actually Eggs? healthy going to whole foods is Eggs? expensive yeah i'm super i'm super uh, on, on no, her i'm, sorry. I'm on I your side a i'm whole, a super accountable person like i just I, did a whole yeah. shopping thing i did an episode of wife school with oh. aunt it's like a whole nother channel oh yeah i forgot i meant to I meant different to story different that. day but we got a week's worth of groceries on 50 dollars, and honestly it was for, for how many people two Two people. You ordered shit really Tesco, cheap. Tesco. It's like what your average. I'm telling you, you can do I didn't. I had the same reaction. I was like, there's no way. But you you can do it. You just have to go for the sticker price. Like, it's. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm we're Jewish, shopping, man. We know I'm how to pinch you, a penny. I'm I know how to go. To, I go to grocery shopping every week. And my bill is at least 140 for two people. But I'm just telling you. There, what there's absolutely no. I mean, let's cut down to the chase of it. There is no excuse for you to be fat. There is no, no. excuse for you to be overweight. If you're poor, you can thing. eat less. You can stretch the food out. Because <laughs> exactly. To, 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 to come up to the conclusion that you are more poor, therefore you should be more fat, is absolutely no. asinine. It is absolutely insane. I agree with you. Eat less. Like, that's just uh, it at the end of the day. So I agree eat less. With you. I agree with you it's, it's not an education someone thing. Else, someone else has got to take care of you. Because like, my tax dollars, no, you're going to have health problems and what's going to happen. Like your family's going to have to take care of you. The healthcare system's going to, it's like someone's going to have to take care of you. I've been overweight. And you could lose it. I ran a marathon. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. She did something. She actually put some action behind what was going I on. I do one of those, but my, I don't know if my knees can make I it. There was easier ways to well, do you, it. <laughs> <laughs> What's I don't your, recommend your, your knees promoting? Uh, I know. I had, I had ACL surgery, so like my fucking <laughs> yeah. knees just making a gay, I was just making a gay joke. There's easier way. You could just eat less, but I, I ran a marathon. I mean, no. you also have to think about like – there are food deserts even in America where people actually don't have access to fresh fruits and vegetables, even simple things like eggs and the dollar cost average to buy, you know, that pizza that you can eat all week, even though it's unhealthy, it's going to be more beneficial to you. And then mm-hmm. it's an accessibility. People don't have cars. They don't have time to work out because they are so what's, what's poverty stop, stricken. What's stopping them from being at a calorie deficit? Nothing. So, so Nothing. you can eat like one time. I ate cookie dough for like two days straight. Oh I still lost weight. Oh my god! He was going <laughs> through time, it. The time to work out thing. <laughs> by the way, I don't agree. Something you need to talk out. about. Come on. Yeah, we're we're stressed. Right? Yeah. I just feel like cookie dough. I just feel like dessert. How do you think I got over? 
Damn. I, mean, I can relate I to that. You, I used to finish a I pint of Ben & Jerry's. The percentage of people. Oh, whoa. Yeah, whoa. I, haven't, I mean, I was bodybuilding back then, so I was in Oh, you was bulking. I was bulking. I was eating like almost 15,000 calories a day. That was pretty rough. Jeez. It was good, though. The plot twist. It was That's this week. Go up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Miami was that rough on you, huh? <laughs> no, yeah. I just like cooking it. Like I make, I know how to make cookies from scratch. I used to do it all the time as a kid. I know how to make cookies from scratch. So when I was a kid, we used to just like split the dough. <laughs> <laughs> was it a celebration because you got a million? Were you celebrating? No. <laughs> oh, that was a twist. No, no, I, I just. I like cookie dough. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's, simple, it's, it's my favorite dessert. Like, Pearl, it's good. Pearl, if you turn into a beluga whale, you know they're going to come for no, you, right? No, I won't. I won't. All right. Pr promise me, you Pearl. Can't, you can't beluga whale. There's a stepping stone. First, you're a hippo. Then you're a beluga whale. Okay. Oh. No, don't you get in the hippo territory. Come on now. <laughs> She's doing the food pyramid over here. <laughs> yeah, right? But I'm just saying, even if it's bad food, you could still be at a deficit. There's a dude who yeah. ate. I think he ate like donuts or something for six months straight just to show you could lose weight eating anything. There's healthier yeah. ways to do it. I mean, I think Terrell Yo, owns donuts. I'm, for I'm not six sure if it was him, but he it was did some a McDonald's junk food. diet. I don't know if oh. it was donuts. He's, I mean, but he's a professional athlete, so he works out 18 hours a day. Yeah. Unless you have a hormone issue, right? Like, think about how first world our society is today that the more poor that you are, or being poor doesn't mean Hold that on, you. One, one second, bro. What, can you... What's up? Oh, an hour? Okay. 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 Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Um, what was I talking about? A deficit, a I think. Issue? About... Hormones. Yeah. Unless you, <laughs> un unless, yeah, thank you. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, short of hormone, uh, issues, right. Pituitary gland issues, right. Like I, I just, it's hard for me to feel sorry, right, like for that, because, you know, it's calories in, calories out at the end of the day. So it's like, but I think more so it is pro is propagated by, you know, the kind of the Lizzo culture of, you know, this is me. I'm fat. I'm loud. I'm proud. Go girl. There's strength within this. You know, we call it body positivity for women as opposed to calling men fat. Right. Like, so it's like, you know, going back to the double standards discussion as well. Right. So I think it's just it's different on both sides. But I think like. I don't know. I think the more that we coddle people and then we lie to them regarding, um, you know, this option for you is going to lead to a, a, a sooner death. The more that we don't say these uncomfortable truths and the more people that, you know, we can't help out with the information. I just want to talk about the women that bamboozle these men. Okay, They get ahead. the ring and boom, 100 pounds, oh. 50 pounds. Oh, talk about it. I, I had, I don't understand. My mom. I mean, she doesn't look the same as when she got married, but she she gave birth to seven children. Holy Damn. shit. <laughs> Absolutely not. And some of y'all are fatter than her, and you oh. haven't had seven kids. Uh oh, shots fired. So, uh, and it's like she's these guys will these too. guys will buy a girl at one twenty and think, all right, this is good. She's hot. <laughs> she's gonna have sex with me all the time. Good. This is a good day. I'm gonna. Then they get married. She gains a hundred pounds and stops having sex with him. It's like Diane. What? <laughs> Diane. There's what definitely are, a Diane listening what to this. What are we doing? She just threw a plate at the wall. She's like, I hate that pearly thing. She can't stand it anymore. Starts yelling at her and, husband. And, and the that. thing is, these whales get mad at me for saying you should not get fat and sleep with your husband. Here, yeah. Like, yeah. What, what did oh, I do? And then they're going to bitch him for cheating on her. Mm. That's I had a TikTok that went viral where I was like, yeah. oh, I had shit. a TikTok where I was like, we always talk about cheating, but we don't talk about why he cheated. Were you yeah, making that's... his life hell? 
Were I you nagging on him 24 yeah, 7? I think cheating's you, wrong anyway, but. It's but wrong, but like, wrong. we never talk about the women's Why? part to play in it. True. It's always the men did, but it you haven't slept with him in three it months. It is interesting that when women cheat, though, they always have a re. I've, I haven't been cheated on what as far as I reason? know, <laughs> and I haven't done it, but. Um, women always have this reason for it. They don't just say, shit, it was fucked up. It's like, well, you weren't treating me right. It's like, if you do it, it's wrong, period. End of story. Um, wait, what was, oh, I had such a good point leading into this. Um, I have to bring it back. Want to smoke some nude? No, well, not for me, not right now. No, what, wait, Pearl, what, what were we just talking about? I just lost my train of thought. The wait. whales, not sleeping with the husbands. People the, getting weight. The weight gain. Okay, accountability. <laughs> You're married, a guy is married to a girl or he's dating a girl and something, say she's on the heavier side mm-hmm. and he's fit. How... Because women tend to be more emotional and they get triggered by things. And I want to hear your opinion on this, Maggie. How do you, without pissing a woman off every time you try to tell her something that bothers you or you want her to take her her fitness more seriously, how do you do it without her losing her mind, slam the door and leave it? What's the best, <laughs> what's the best method? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> oh, whoa. Tag me in, coach. You have, okay. It's all on who you pick. Right. So like, here's the thing. One of my red flags is, is if, if a young woman cannot look at the content within the sector and have uh, a discussion regarding the things without getting pissed off. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If I show a Kevin Samuels video and she's uh, or if I see back on her social media, she was actually congrat, you know, thankful that he had passed away or if I pass her a video of mine or a Pearl's video or something like that. And she can't just sit there hmm, and Process. think about it. That is an issue. There's some women that are beyond saving, and it's not your job to save them. Leave them by the wayside. Homie, Keep them moving. Just, you just She's not woke the one. up today, and you said, I'm going to speak facts. That's, That's it. That's all you're doing. That's it. I completely agree. But I think it's very hard. I think, I think a lot of the thing is naturally when women hear something they don't like, instead of looking, trying to look behind it and seeing the logic in it, they put up a wall as soon as something triggers them emotionally. And if you're able to take the time to process and like kind of – put it aside for a second and say, you know what? I don't really like how that sounded, but I kind of hear the point. Then there's room for dialogue and nuance and all that. Well, and I think that like the way I would see it, if I, if I gained weight, like I would want him to tell me so we could work on it. Yeah, but all women yeah, say and that. And, Do you like, really like, though? And, and, it really I feel depends. like Pearl, I believe you Pearl, most women, if they That's said not that, true. It really depends on how you deliver and how you what your relationships like. I've been able to do this a hundred percent. I think I have a pretty a pretty solid communication, but sometimes, man, like my New Yorker comes out and I'm just like, I just gotta say shit how it is. Like with my guy friends, you just say shit, and they're like, "All right, cool, right?" But you have to butter it up sometimes, and it's just not my natural inclination. Like I just want to be like, "Yo, this well, is if what you're it gonna is. be an asshole about it." And she's gonna. I'm not be trying pissed. to be an asshole. That's, that's She'll come thing. back and thank you later. But that's the thing. I'm not trying to be I a know. dick. I mean, I just think you can't worry that much about how she takes it because we're going to take it differently based on where we are in our cycle anyway. That's So it's like... (laughs) You just got to be there for the second part where, you know, she comes back (laughs) and then you're like, all right, I'm sorry. You you always got to apologize, even if you're not wrong. I can't do that, though. You got to. I can't. I can't. Listen, you need... Listen, you got to get a a young woman that's coachable at the end of the day, right? She's got to be able to be able to accept feedback. Right. Because like at the end of the day, time is money. I don't have the time in my day to be able to sit down and like, oh, baby, like all of this stuff. Like, I just can't do it. My nerves can't handle it. And it doesn't give me peace as as well. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, you can't sacrifice your peace for being able to explain each and every 
you know, thing that might be wrong in a particular situation. But that's what I'm saying. They have to be exposed to this content. If they're in their uh, women sexually liberated echo chamber bubble, and then all of a sudden you're telling them something that matters to you and doesn't put them up on a pedestal, it's going to ruin a relationship. They're going to go crazy, right? But they have to be used to hearing this. They have to be coachable. They have to be uh, humble. uh, humble. They have to be accepting of it. Right. Because like it's so interesting because I feel I, I hear so many times that women say, well, I need to I need him to be emotionally connected or something like this. Like we were talking about earlier, but they are the ones not to have the empathy of how a guy feels in a particular situation. More often than not is what I've seen. And I think, again, it also goes to all of the media that panders to them to tell them how awesome that they are, irrespective of the results that they will get later in life. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. No, we the. That's why it's so important to really find somebody that you don't have. You can kind of cut out all this nonsense with. Where if you're a conservative, I don't mean in the political sense, but if overall you have more of conservative values, you find someone with more conservative values. So you don't have to sit there trying to change the person. Mm. More or less, you guys have agreements on your values, and things are a lot easier that way. Yeah, that is my take. But you also got to be open from the get-go where you stand. Yeah, but I I don't think apologizing profusely for things that you just did not do wrong. I mean, like, listen, I'll make some compromises, right? I I felt like I did nothing wrong. She's all got her panties in a bunch. All right, like on occasion, I'll be like, all right, fine. But I'm not going to sit there apologizing just every single time she's upset. I'm she's not going to. I think I think we almost lose respect. A hundred percent, we lose respect for that. Like when. Well, you're apologizing if you're not wrong. You know what I mean? Because it's like you can't even deal with our nonsense. <laughs> How the hell are right. you going to protect us from the world? Because so many times a woman will – like if they if a woman will get upset at me for the silliest thing, I'll just – I don't even look at it as keeping my frame. I'm just being myself. But she'll get upset and I'll be like, all right, she'll realize it's nothing. She'll come back tomorrow and we'll, we'll be cool. And that's sure enough, you know, whenever it is, hours later, she's like, you know, I was overreacting. And I'm like, that's really what it is. But yeah, I think you have to acknowledge when you do something stupid and wrong, you should be, you know, be a man about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, does anyone have, are there any other topics that- I got a question. Go ahead, bro. Maggie, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you plan on getting married in the future? Um. Okay. So it's kind of a secret, but I'm getting married at the end of this month. Wow. Get the- Yeah. <laughs> get the- what, Congratulations. Thank you. What type of, I would say, does, how, so when you went into the relationship, did he know about the OnlyFans? Yeah. And then is he an active participator on the, does he help you produce uh, content? Yeah, he does. Is he on camera talent or behind the screen? Just on camera. Okay. And <laughs> was he there? Have you ever done on camera with another guy? Yeah, I have. So he's, but he's okay. Years prior to meeting him. Years prior. Yeah. Got you. Okay. All right. Is he much older? No, he's younger than I am. How old is he? He's about to turn 25. Okay. So two years. How does his family think about your past? Um, they don't necessarily know. <laughs> oh, they don't know. Yeah. Your family does your family know you do it? Yeah. What? Oh, that. So you, dude, I should have. I I was so curious to ask these, and thank you for bringing this up. <laughs> now, now it opens a whole. How How did your family take it when you know? We'll go back to you if you have more questions, bro. Sorry, I got a ton more, but yeah, you can. <laughs> it will be quick. It's your ton. podcast. I'll let <laughs> you take over. Oh, but like, I respect it, homie. Like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Okay. How um? How did they initially take it though? Um, my mom and I, like, I don't, my dad's never been in my life. Um, and then my mom and I have like a pretty rocky relationship Mm -hmm. just in general. 
Um, so she like tried to be supportive, but there's definitely been periods where she's like, I don't like that you're doing this. I don't like the lifestyle that you're living. Like, can you just get a normal job? This type of thing. And I'm like, this is making me happy right now. So I'm going to stick with it. And then if I want a job in the future, that's why I went and got my degree. So I can have that. I have that safety net to fall back on. What, what Would you describe your future husband as a masculine man? Yeah. He's very competitive. Yeah, super. So how do you justify that being, you know, a competitive man, but then also the one thing that he would have with you that would be just you in a relationship is something that people can pay to see? How does he justify that? If you could speak. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they don't own me. They neither does he. But he knows that he's the only man I want to be with. He's the only man I love. And we're just selling like an experience. Like, you're not actually in the room with us. You're not actually seeing us have, like, very deep, intimate sex. You're seeing, like, the fun, more playful things where we know we're recording. And it's just like, okay, let's have some fun. And it's totally fine. Do you guys plan on getting a prenup? No. (laughs) So he works with you in your business. So my assumption is is that you are the breadwinner. So you have... we make about the same. Okay. Guys yeah, actually he, make a lot of money on OnlyFans. Oh, really? but Small no, my, my money is my money. Yeah. Even though he's on camera with me, it's completely my money. What do you he mean? has his own separate job he, and we make about the what same. What does he do? He's a bartender. Okay. How does he make as much as you do? Because I don't make that much right now. I only do OnlyFans part-time. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The whole prenup thing is definitely something to be concerned about for him, but hey, <laughs> so be it. Whatever makes him happy. Yeah, I think, uh, did, you, did you get a prenup? Me? No. Really? <laughs> you got three businesses, my G? I all start, started them all after we got married. Oh. So, you know, I, 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 went into the ma- I went into the marriage with nothing. We built everything basically together. You know, mm-hmm. obviously she's somebody almost, that's always been able to fall back to. It's almost so. worse than actually. Why? Because she can take half of your businesses. I mean, like, yeah. I, I hope she doesn't. You know, it seems, seems like you got It's a post-marriage. That, I mean, then you need a post-marriage agreement, yeah. not mm-hmm. a pre post Post yeah. 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 So, but like, you can do prenups where you say that. I was just talking to the lead attorney about this. You can do prenups like where it says that, like, it, whatever assets you acquire, like, they're not entitled yeah, to. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I don't think about it like that because the reality, I mean, God forbid we don't get divorced mm-hmm. and it's not from like some mm-hmm. shitty situation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, like, you know, why would I take away half of what she's technically helped me to build? You know, yeah. she's had a she's had a steady job throughout all my ups and downs. Business world is really a fucking roller coaster. You know, you take hits, you mm-hmm. take take wins. I mean, there's mm-hmm. days that I've lost a lot of fucking money mm-hmm. that it hurts. You but don't think you would have been able to build what you've built without a wife? I probably could have. But at the end of the day, it, it would take it's not that. I wouldn't have been able to build a family you know, build the kind of lifestyle that I wanted um, without a wife. And she was obviously been there. I'm not, I don't, I'm not somebody that looks in my past and I'm like regretful of anything. You mm-hmm. know, it brought me to where I am today. And thank God, you know, I have a beautiful family and, you know, I have great businesses that are all, you know, doing well and growing. So I, like, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, I think it's actually to our earlier conversation about part of the argument why men might wait, because from a financial perspective, waiting, building business, however it is it that takes you to be able to prenup that so that if things were go to rye and, you know, I'm not wishing right. that on you, but um, if it did, then at least you'd have that separation between when you got married and, and when you started the marriage. But, you know, there's also to a um, 
you know, you wouldn't have been able to build a family at the same time as well during it. Can I mean, you imagine getting to be like 55, 60? She leaves, takes half of the businesses. You don't have the energy to restart. Yeah, but I, A, I mean, if I got divorced ever, I'm never getting married again, period. It's just, yeah. it's a lot of work, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, it's a lot of enjoyable work, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it again, especially not at 50. Do you think she would have yeah. signed a prenup if you asked? 100%. Okay. Um, like, I don't know. Thank God. She's a very cool girl. Mm-hmm. I love her. Um, probably could never marry anybody else. Just a fact. Mm-hmm. You know, dated a lot of girls, been with a lot of girls. She's... Thank God the one for me. What what do you think is like for like men today? If you were to say, listen, these are the benefits of marriage. Like, what are the things that you think that you would tell? The one for me is she actually is my best friend. We travel the fucking world together. You know, a lot of people can't do that with their significant others because they don't actually enjoy hanging out with them. Um, (laughs) But like we went to Costa Rica. We went zip lining. We I mean, we've done two cruises. We've traveled to uh, different parts of South America, Central America europe middle east so like somebody that you can actually hang out with is huge but you obviously have to get along with them and then b having somebody that you can actually share and build with um is a huge thing you know (laughs) can could i have built what i built today by myself yeah probably but like a it would have been a lot more you know straining on you as a person reality is is people we like to you know associate with other people we're not hermits. We don't like to fucking sit in a room. I mean, some people do think it's weird, but sit in your room and be by yourself for, you know, your entire life. We like to associate with other people, talk to other people, converse with other people. I mean, I love living in a building because I like to see fucking people every day. So I go downstairs, my doorman, my valet, like, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk to them or every day I ask them about their families. Um, so having a best friend and having a partner in life. Got it. Okay. So, Okay. Because I think like those two things, you don't necessarily need to be married in order to do that. You don't. I, I'm not saying you need to be married. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe in marriage as a whole. Um, I believe there's a lot of beautiful things in marriage um, and starting a family. Um, but no, do you need to be married? No, mm-hmm. I chose that path. But I also enjoyed the shit out of myself for like the years before we got married. Mm-hmm. So like not too many people can say can say that they've done what I did for the years before we got married. Yeah. I lived a very young life from the get-go and way advanced, I think, more than other people have. I feel it. So, And I have another question for Maggie, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if your daughter wanted to do OnlyFans? What would care. you say? You'd Go be for up, it. Really? You'd yeah, be cool with it? I don't mind at all. She's her own person. I don't have control over her. Like do you believe that, that? Do you believe that it's beneficial for human beings to have boundaries? Or is it kind of yeah. just... I guess, well, what are the boundaries? Like, like if, your son, if your son or your daughter was like, yo, I just killed somebody, that'd be bad, right? Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> but you don't think that there's perhaps um, things... So, like, here, here's what it is. Because like, we asked that question before. Like, you know, what benefit would it be? Or would you want to marry someone with OnlyFans? And I, and I think, like, in my mind, I always think, like, the willingness to do that, to me, is, is there is something that happened in the past, whether it be, you know, the... A father wasn't there, right? Attachment issues, right? Like because it's not like a, it's more like a fringe part of um, society to me, and that's no disrespect. Yeah, but I think like I would feel as though I have failed as a father if my daughter wanted to, you know, show her insides online. So I guess like I guess where where's the boundaries or where's the range? Like try to help me understand that. I mean, I don't feel like I would think I failed as a parent because my child wants to do OnlyFans. Um, 
I don't know. I just like let them know the consequences and mm-hmm. let them like actually or help them to think about their future life and not just do it without thinking. But what do you what? think the consequences are? Sorry, bro. I just what do you what do you think? The- <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. There's definitely like the mental consequences, like psychologically uh, being castrized or ostracized, whatever, by society. Um, also, like people have a hard time getting loans for houses if they've done mm-hmm. OnlyFans because background checks and mm-hmm. yeah there's just some of them literally just some of them have you Banks. ever had like a security like where you're afraid someone was going to stalk you anything yeah. like that yeah definitely mm. that also plays into have, it too have, did anything ever happen like they ever find you not or? that i know of okay. i mean just recently i was docs like full legal name ad or like my hometown mm-hmm. on a tiktok really live and i was like scared not because i live there but like my mom personal information yeah, yeah. exactly yeah but the whales just, did that to me yeah it's, it's scary <laughs> you gotta start having security she's getting the whale out as much security as she can right now yeah. so i felt on rumble i was on Seiko's rumble the other day yeah like whale <laughs> what do you think you guys would do pearl what would you do if your daughter wanted to start an OnlyFans? and i want to know what you Haram. Do. No, Haram. <laughs> no i mean i just i just think like there's so much other stuff you could do with your life like like you know, like I played sports. Um, I just got my math, or I'm in school to get my master's degree. Like, start a YouTube. Like, there's just so much stuff you can do without doing the thing that's like the easiest. Well, it's the that's the thing but, is, and that here's something quickly is the natural state of the world is when you go for easy things, and this is my belief: when yeah. you chase the thing that's easy, you end up with a much more challenging life. When you go for the thing that's more difficult and rewarding, it may be hard in the moment, but when you get finally get over that hump, there's this unbelievable bliss. There's this real to Ryan Serhant, maybe some of you have heard of him, guy in New York, incredibly successful realtor, very big on social media, and he gives this analogy of when you're going through tough times, it's as if you're rafting through rapids, and the ra- the, the rapids are pushing you back, and you're bumping and grinding, and, and all the you know, and you're you're having a really tough time maneuvering through the water. If you continue to push forward, you finally get into the open ocean. When you're out in the open ocean, everything is absolute bliss. And it's vast and incredible. And now you can relax and just take the boat out to sea. And that's how I look at life. So in the beginning, there's all this adversity and all this difficulty. And if you can grin and bear it for long enough and continue to pivot and make the right decisions, you end up with a pretty awesome situation. Versus if you're selling drugs, you're doing, in my opinion, sex work. You can go ahead and do it. Well, sex work is, you know, OnlyFans isn't illegal, so you won't get arrested for it. But you're ultimately choosing something that's, in a sense, easier. Now, I'm not going to say you... I'm sure there's some work involved, obviously. Yeah, there's there's a lot of work. But uh, that's one of my biggest uh, proponents. I just don't like when people cry. You know, if you want to do OnlyFans, she's still getting married. She's coming out on top, you yeah. know. Good you getting married. I'm glad you're getting married. A lot of girls that do OnlyFans don't end up getting married. Look yeah. at her. She, she's she's getting married this month. I'm yeah. happy for you. What <laughs> I don't you. like is they come back at 35 and want me to feel bad yeah. when you made this choice the last 15 years and now exactly now you're whining about it. It's like, but you weren't whining when you got all the money, the attention, all that stuff. All these porn stars coming out and complaining. It's a crazy. I, yeah, I think it just goes back to not thinking about the consequences and thinking mm-hmm. long-term. Yeah. As long as you know, about. yeah. It seems like you yeah. have a very good idea. It sounds like you really do. So, yeah, in that case, Maggie's I guess... Maggie's a free spirit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if, you know, if you truly know, then mm-hmm. good on you, really. 
Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Is there anything else? Actually, I have one more question. Go ahead. Where do you recommend that girls on OnlyFans find guys? <laughs> <laughs> like fans? Like that's where, a very good yeah, question. Like, like not where, the where do they find the guys that are, that are okay really with OnlyFans? Miami. <laughs> Miami. 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 It's no, place but of sin. This yeah. is like the <laughs> Miami Vegas. Vegas right. That does OnlyFans that is getting together with somebody they've done content with. Really? So In the back of a college class. A no, I mean, we didn't make content together until after we were dating. Really? Yeah, because we were long distance for eight months, so we didn't see each other for wow. eight months. Where yeah. was he? Argentina. Okay, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you so said, he's not I American? You, I thought you said Miami was the place to find yeah, the guys. Yeah, that's where we met. But your your guy is from Argentina. Yeah, yeah but Miami, the Miami has just a yeah. more open mindset. Is he trying general. to get a green card? No, not at all. Is he is he Argentinian? <laughs> yeah. And he's coming I, over I here? I want the EU passport that he has. <laughs> that's okay. the idea <laughs> okay yeah i'm trying to leave america i'm done so you're going out oh, there go all right we yeah. switch up after the marriage we will try to warn you all right <laughs> okay. so, wait, like, so hey, he doesn't have this real quick let me get this passport okay well i hope it works out yeah <laughs> i really do all right you sure you sure this boy doesn't think it's a come no no it's super not i was thinking about moving here do you think i'd fit in I mean, I would, Pearl, honestly, I would stay, for, Pearl, I would stay Pearl, further up north, like yeah, Hollywood the suburbs, and Fort Lauderdale. For sure. You'd like Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Don't Lauderdale, go to Miami. Like Boca. Pearl, I think you come right down into the cesspool. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I, I, think, I? I think Miami needs a Pearl. You, you got to drip the, the Pearl right in the middle of Miami yeah, right? and start to just change the culture. <laughs> the weather is so nice. It I is. was like, I'm in London awesome. now. Oh, I'm like, it's the freezing sun. cold. Yeah, the weather's good. No. But I heard I'm a ginger. I don't know if I can survive the summer. So my mom's a just ginger. Wear, just wear a hat. You'll be good. How, what does she do? Uh, she runs her company with my dad. Okay. No, I meant like for the sun. <laughs> uh, for the sun. What? Um, just, I don't know. She just walks around. Right. Sunscreen. Is it really that bad? You have to stay in an yeah, increment? Yeah, I get sunburned so easy. Shit. SPF I mean, 100. Definitely come. SPF. Yeah. Definitely, the Florida's great. I would say you probably yeah. enjoy more up north. Like, yeah, I li- absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I live in Aventura, which is like northern... Miami. It's like the northernmost tip of Miami. A lot more quiet. You have more locals. You don't have all this great. craziness. You'd love the circle. Really awesome. You can run the circle. Too. It's 3.3 miles. It's a golf course. It's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. It's really area. nice. It's right by the mall. Huge mall. Everybody. It's like the most popular mall in South Florida. It's great. Yeah. It's also like one of the most expensive malls in all of America. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Okay. Well, ladies and gents, we covered a lot of ground. It would be an honor to have you guys on another episode. Pearl, thank you so much for joining me. It's really surreal to have you here. I've been seeing you on so many different channels. I've seen other people, other massive people on your channel. Mm -hmm. Really uh, huge props to the growth you've had. You're bringing so much to the world, to to dating, and I commend you and really, really thank you for having, for coming on. MTR, pleasure to meet you, bro. I I haven't seen a lot of your content, I have to be honest. I've seen a few videos, but really you, you added a ton of value to the conversation. You're Extremely articulate, well-spoken, and uh, really, man, thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Sir, you the man. Thanks. Appreciate you. Also, Appreciate really, really dope. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, guys, make sure to check out the Nude Vapes again. You can follow Pearl on Just Pearly Things on YouTube. You're having the, what, what was the wife class called? Oh, wife school. Wife school. Three oh fours into wives, baby. <laughs> 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 it's like, basically, we bring in wives to talk about or like you know it could be a chef or something for like cooking but like we bring in different people to teach classes that would 
make someone a better wife. So like, for example, we're going to go to this small town in Florida at some point where this girl literally like is, she like does her, all her food from scratch. She grows her, she grows her, I I don't think I could ever be this traditional, (laughs) but I'm going to try. I'll try it out for a week and see. (laughs) She like gardens and like all this stuff. So um, and like another thing we're gonna do is budgeting. So a lot of people think that they need like X amount of like. Oh, there's only there's I'm only so take many. My future wife there's to only you. there's <laughs> only there's only so many men that make six figures. What are the rest of the girls gonna do? Right? They're, they're, we're, most girls are gonna marry an average salary guy. So you have to figure out how to make that work. And mm-hmm. if you want to stay home, that actually might be an option even on one income. Um, the more I'm learning about budgeting and actually keeping your expenses low exactly. and doing 50 bucks a week on groceries. Not, not going to happen in my I'm going to your not grocery happen in my store. <laughs> what? Not going to happen in my Look at they no. said the same yeah. thing. You tell me London London is just as expensive. That's true. You really? cannot tell me London. I'm in London. That is you know just what? as expensive. I, I didn't know. I don't like, know. Can we continue the podcast to the grocery store and she's doing the shopping? <laughs> right? 100%. And uh, MTR, obviously, guys, you can go on YouTube and check out MTR and it'll come up. Where? Yeah. What are some other pages, channels, things that you want to yeah um so mtr if you put into the youtube search you're going to be able to find me uh, on instagram it's at the real mtr um got patreon of course um also too i'm roll i just rolled out a new website um and it's called the modern man's playbook mm-hmm. uh, and it's essentially a master class on how to be a modern man in the thinking that goes into that into today's society in order to maximize your results of outcome of being a man, right? Um, and I just rolled that out about a month or so ago. Um, so feel free to go check that out. Where camera I looking at? Feel free to go check that out. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm trying um, to figure out who, where, which, uh, yeah, <laughs> which camera I'm looking at. Um, and yeah, but thanks for having me. This is actually the first time that I've actually had the opportunity to sit down in this type of format and just speak my mind. So I appreciate for, you know, you guys pleasure. to have me on. Absolute pleasure, man. Thank you again. And uh, yeah, dude, thank you so much, Maggie. Thank you for coming. I, I appreciate you. your openness. Um, I, I have to say, I was kind of hoping we'd have a little bit more of a fight. <laughs> Not, you know, but I, I Sorry really... Sorry to disappoint She's you. She's not right? a whiner. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> She's just like, it is I what it is. I whiners. <laughs> no, I, you're super mature, honestly. Like, no hitting. I'm, I like... I like that you're so cool and open-minded. Mm-hmm. It would have been cool if maybe we had another another girl who was like all combative. I think if Hannah yeah. would have come on, she would yeah, have, yeah, yeah, she would have lost yeah. the shit. <laughs> so we'll have to do. Hopefully, Pearl. Hopefully, if, if you're open to it, we can we can do another. another if we don't do it the same week as AVN Awards, which a lot of girls are at the AVN Awards, just bring to the. If you bring yeah. Pearl to the AVN Awards, she'll need security. They just ended. <laughs> it's the biggest porn awards in yeah. like the world. Think I'll make some friends? Yeah, they'll love you there. Oh, yeah. If you want, sure. we have a booth next week in LA at the X3 show, which is the second biggest. Take your mic, take a mic there. That will blow oh, up. Oh, no, Pearl. I tried to take time I mean, off. We're trying Don't to sell some. Me. <laughs> we're trying to sell Don't some. Tap me. So... I want to go. <laughs> right at the booth. Oh, don't tap me. <laughs> I mean, listen, we got a 10 by 10 booth. Oh, that, that's yo, one of that video counts. would explode, <laughs> though. Yeah, that, that is literally <laughs> an entire room full of women who would probably disagree. That would be something. Yeah. That would be something. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this is the camera. I keep trying to. Guys, this has been another episode of Soothing Semantics. Banger episode. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, leave your comments, good or bad, hateful, loving, whichever you want. Make sure to follow everybody here. Oh, I didn't, I didn't get your. Yeah, yeah. Let me get your socials here. Smoke Nude, N U U D. Uh-huh. Do you want to do the personal or just the business one? Business. Smoke Nude. Follow Smoke Nude. Mm-hmm. I, again, use my link in the description, 15% off your order. You're going to love them. 
Make sure to get them. OnlyFans um, link, whichever. OnlyFans link, Dream Switch 2. Okay. Um, or Instagram, Magadelic02. Ma- say it? Magadelic. Okay, we'll post them. We'll actually yeah. post the links. <laughs> Guys, thank you for watching. Until next time. It's a wrap. <laughs>